and hello. Well, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, very, very well. It's uh, it's early. It is early. <laughs> <laughs> it feels it, like like farming time, right? <laughs> You're not used to being up this early. <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Big show today here on the 222 Podcast with Mike and Robbie. It's episode number 12 already by my counts, Robbie. Episode 12. Ep- and they said it, we wouldn't make I it. I know, how far we've come. And who they is, I have no idea. But I had a couple days off, and I spent some time uh, finally watching a show that people have been telling me that I should be watching forever now because I'm a huge Seinfeld fan like Seinfeld Mm -hmm. is my favorite TV show not just comedy favorite TV show of all time when I tell people that I love Seinfeld they're always like well then you must be a huge fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO and I'm always like ah never watched it and it's it's so embarrassing to say that I've never watched Curb Your Enthusiasm but here's the thing when it was on when it was big I didn't have HBO Oh, okay so I didn't have access to it so when it was blowing up and everybody was watching it like I don't even know when that debuted, but when everybody was watching it, I I wasn't watching it because I couldn't watch it. I didn't have access to HBO at the time. And it it was on for it had a long run, right? Eight it was seasons, on for a while. and yeah, they're wow. coming and they're coming back for a ninth season. They just oh, announced okay. that he and HBO have signed a deal. Now there's no time frame on when it's going to be on our TVs once again, mm-hmm. but it is going to be back. It premiered uh, October fifteenth of two thousand. Wow. So, so yeah, it's pretty old. It's pretty old. And I hmm. didn't have HBO at that time. I was uh, living in uh, probably in Kutztown or at my parents' house at that time, uh, just after uh, college, working at Sovereign Bank, doing uh, uh, stuff in the call center. <laughs> so I just didn't have HBO. I didn't have money for HBO. Didn't have access to HBO. I knew I would like Curb Your Enthusiasm, but just couldn't at the time yeah. get a hold of it. And by the way, you don't realize like there was there there wasn't that much time. I feel like there was years and years and years in between when Seinfeld went off the air. And when Curb came out, yeah, I thought so too. But it was really only a couple of years. I think Seinfeld went off the air in uh, 1998 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, it was later in the 90s. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised too because I'm a huge Seinfeld fan, as you know, and um, I've never seen an episode. You've never of Curb, and because I think you're saying this. I mean, I was just graduating high school. Yeah. then, and I we didn't have HBO because my parents. Were or cheap yeah and well back in the day it's more accepted now and by the way now you can kind of work out a deal these cable companies use the premium channels as leverage like i have every premium channel Mm -hmm. i have the showtime the cinemax the hbo the the stars but i don't pay a dime for them yeah they're all free that's Mm -hmm. how they get me to stay uh for two years and then the two years one out and i pay one month of 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 fees and then i work out another deal and i get it for free for two more years exactly yeah and that's you know that's the way that's the way because I don't even get talking about Comcast because I hate them. Yeah, but it's, it's here's but the thing: it, there are no other. The, not, no the next choice. cable company isn't better than the other one. No, they're Fios, all the same. They're all the same. Yeah, they're all the same. They all know they basically have a little bit of a monopoly. Yeah. And the Dish TVs are all the same. Yeah. it's just a different way to get it. It's, yeah, it's it's all bullcrap. It just depends which system you want to work. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So I I and now now I have HBO as well because it's in that package. So I'm gonna have to check that out. I didn't. I just don't know why I've never gone back. Now is it good? All all eight seasons. Are up on HBO now. I'm only through. I at one point I did w- watch like the first two episodes at one point. So I started watching episode three, and I'm I'm th- almost through the entire first season. And uh, I feel like Larry, like I'm Larry David. I, I, <laughs> like whatever can go wrong to Larry David it does does go wrong. <laughs> And like the entire world around him is just seems like it works against him. And I'm like the entire time I'm watching this, I'm like, this is me. This is what I've been going through my entire <laughs> yeah. life. Larry David and I are kindred spirits. I got like he's my apparently 
I'm not gay, but apparently Larry David's my soulmate, and I didn't even know it. Wow. So you're like watching yourself. Yes. It's playing out on. Yes. And you're sitting there going, oh my yeah. God. Like this would happen to me. Wow. If I, even if I was like hugely successful and mm-hmm. had everything I ever wanted, <laughs> life would still kick me right between the legs. So is it like a sitcom? It is a sitcom. Okay. It is a sitcom. It's a sitcom. But it's sitcom. on HBO, so I'm sure it's like some yes. little crude language. But sort. here's the thing. There okay. is some crude language, but I like Veep. But watching Veep sometimes, I find it very difficult to actually watch Veep because sometimes I feel in Veep, and uh, people have kind of criticized me for saying this because they think, well, you're, you're kind of a curmudgeon or you're a, you're a fuddy-duddy. I think they swear too much in, in Veep. I think there's almost too much cursing. Yeah, you know, and some of those HBO shows, Showtime, they do that. I feel yeah. it's like every other word is, yeah. a, is an F-bomb, and it's like it's not necessary. I mean, it, there's points where, you know, oh, that fits out great. Yeah. When it's like F this, F, 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 F. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, eh. When it's like how people actually talk in exactly. real life, exactly. it's okay. But on Veep, like every other word is a cuss word. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, it just it almost takes me out of the comedy like i almost think it's less funny mm-hmm. when you curse that much uh and i i, I when you work around it I, I tend to think it's more creative I don't and think better. You're like a curmudgeon or old man like or whatever I yeah mean, that's not that's not, that's normal i mean yeah and i hate comics like that too though that just you know that swear yeah every they're other, cursing for yeah. the sake of cursing it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's not fun it's not funny veep still very funny show and i feel like in the past a uh, handful of seasons they've kind of toned down the cursing. I don't feel like it's every other word. Yeah. So I, I I like the last season of Veep very much. I've seen every season. That That's very good. You should watch it. But when you watch it, I look forward to your review. Uh, do you think it's too much cursing? Okay. It's a very funny show. It's a great premise. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus is amazing, and and she uh, deserves all the awards that she's won for it. And the writing is great, and the improv is great, and that's what I like about Curb mm-hmm, so much. Mm-hmm. From what you hear about Curb, your enthusiasm, like Dave, Larry David would come up with a very loose script, sometimes just an outline for a, for a scene. <laughs> just go with they it. They just go with it. That's awesome. And it's so great, and you can tell they're having a good time. And it's Larry David, Richard Lewis, uh, Cheryl Hines plays his wife. There's so many great. Uh, people and characters and mm. over the top guest stars in this show and it's just uh, it's really great and again it's just everything that could go wrong for Larry David just it's just the entire world is <laughs> pitted you. against him it is me <laughs> it's me and I'm like oh, oh Larry I feel your pain Larry you know I, I man I don't feel like I watch enough TV yeah that's the thing like, I, I don't feel like I watch enough TV I don't either I feel like I watch wrestling Mike and Mike mm, Netflix yeah and that's all I watch. Well, I got we got a list here, and I do want to talk a little bit about some TV. But I've been watching this Curb Your Enthusiasm, and I know I'm late to the party, but I feel like now that they've announced that they're coming back for the ninth season, and even though there isn't a date, now I have something to yeah. work for. Like I want to work to get through all eight seasons of Curb, so when that ninth season comes out. I can be just as excited mm-hmm. as everyone else who is uh, who's uh, currently caught up or yeah. up to date. I'm gonna have to catch them. I'm gonna have to yeah. do it. Start I mean, watching. Well, I have HBO. Might and they're as well. like twenty. They're perfect. They're like twenty two minutes. Okay. Good. And you you plow right through. That's why them. I like Ballers too. Yes. With the Rock. I haven't a, watched that yet. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> now I see, I, I I respect your opinion. I love that show. But as a over the top wrestling mark, and I think you will agree that you are you are like the if they if you look up and mark means just like the prototypical. You're, That's me. You're you're like a P one we call them in radio, like <laughs> you know position one on yeah. your button dial there. Yep. That's what you are. You're a mark for WWE, and I think uh, you being that, like really anything The Rock has done, I love. Do you love? Well, actually, I hated the Scorpion King. That All right, was, that was a horrible. See, movie. See, I respect you for saying that, that. was a horrible All right. movie. So now, now that you've said that, yes, maybe I will check out Ballers. It's, and also, like any John Cena movie is also awful. Yeah, but they're, he's not. They're not yeah. billing those. Any movie that at some point goes. 
produced by the WWE. You know, anyone that has those that their production companies <laughs> yeah. attached to, they're probably not going to yeah, be real good. I don't watch the straight to DVD with the, with the Miz. Yeah, the Marine Nine with the Miz. <laughs> or, you know? or didn't uh, didn't Dolph Ziggler do <laughs> he, one he too? Did, yeah, he did like well, the fifteen rounds or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not. I'm like I'm not that. But I'm not that guy. But I do have a special place in my heart for The Rock. If they produce a a movie with Kala, the big tall guy who can barely speak. <laughs> great Kali. The great Kali, that's great who Kali. it is. Then I will start watching. Yes. And by the way, San Andreas was a little much, too. I didn't see that. But that chick from... Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, doctor. From uh, True Detective. She made that movie. She, and you know what else? Uh, the Rock, apparently also a big fan. Alex, I think Alexandra Daddario. Is that her name? Uh, so that's the thing that popped in my mind for some reason. Right. We'll, hey, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll Google go that it. then. But uh, she's also going to be in the uh, in the Rocks Baywatch movie. Yes. That, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. 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 So uh, that movie's going to be great. Get your tickets. I'm sorry. With Zac Efron, <laughs> that is going to be hilarious. Zac Efron. That's going to be freaking hilarious. Zac Efron's muscles make me uncomfortable. Well, yeah, because it makes me feel inadequate about myself. Well, I'm, I mean, that's a general feeling, but it just there's something about because he's so tiny, mm-hmm. and I feel like anyone who was in High School Musical, which I have never seen, but he was in it, yeah. should not be that buff. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I feel like could you imagine like uh, uh, Vanessa Hudgens all of a sudden with like <laughs> you know beefing up and doing uh, pull-ups in the beach? No, yeah, wouldn't work. But I think me and Zach Efron should be friends. Do you? I do. I think you and Zach Efron should be friends. I too. think we would have a good time. You just want to ha- you just want to be friends with Zach Efron. Because you don't want to say, I think me and The Rock should be friends. Well, I do think me and The Rock should be friends. <laughs> so all in all, what I'm trying to say is, I'm watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, and I'm quite enjoying it. Good. All right. Look where we look where we come to. I mean, it's crazy where we go with this. Let's uh, let's get things going here. Lots to get into today. I got a couple more TV shows I want to talk about. Labor Day weekend is upon us. I'm going to the Hamburger Festival a little bit later on today, and uh, I had a video that I saw today, and I want to talk about it. I can you you can Google it if you want to watch it. It's super simple to find, but maybe I'll send the link to Robbie. He can put it up on our Facebook page, which he'll tell you about in just a second, and. It shows a couch falling off of a truck, and I think we've all been in the um, in the situation where you're following someone and you're just waiting and waiting to die because their mattress is just placed on top yep. of their Ford Geo or something, mm-hmm. and you're just waiting for the car to take off or for the mattress to kill you. So we can yes. get into some of those stories. Lots to get into. Episode number 12 of the 222 Podcast with Mike and Robbie starts right now. Yes, yes, yes. Episode number 12 of the 222 Podcast with Mike and Robbie. And I'm wearing the t-shirt you got me, Robbie. You are. It looks great on you. Yes, Robbie uh, got us a matching, because why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. 222 t-shirts with Mike and Robbie. So I'm proudly sporting that today, uh, this morning, as we get ready 
to record, and uh, now we are recording episode number 12. And if they want to get in contact with us, Robbie, we got a Facebook, a Twitter page, and an email. They can do that. Yes, at Mike and on. Robbie on Twitter. Yes. Uh, Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. Yep. And 222MNR at gmail.com. Don't be shy. And if you're listening to this episode, it would be great if you post that up on your social media. Let your friends know or just the people that were attached to you on Facebook. Let's face it. They're not all friends. Nope. And uh, let them know that you're listening. Maybe they will uh, check us out and uh, spend an hour with us each and every week here on the 222 Podcast. You can also download the Podbean app. And a pretty cool app. You can listen to it there. Or on your uh, smartphone, your iPhone, you can go right into the uh, iTunes podcast app and download us there. And uh, just enjoy us. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, as they say. Mm-hmm. So are you a, uh, this is a little Bruce Springsteen, obviously. Are you? Do you consider yourself a boss fan? Uh, casual. I mean, not, you know, there's a couple songs here and there yeah. on my playlist. Yeah. You know. Would um, you go see him in concert? Would you pay? Here's the thing. There, I, I'm a mm. fan of a lot of people, but there's very few I would pay the uh, outrageous ticket prices nowadays to go see a concert. Probably not, and he's probably more expensive yeah. than most, so I probably would not go. I mean, I would pay for Billy Joel. Yep, I would I, pay I have, a lot. I have paid and would pay. Um, that, uh, we're going to see Rascal Flatts and Redding, but they were cheap, so it's not really doesn't really count. But like, probably Billy Joel would probably be the biggest, you know. Musical star that I would pay for. I, I have paid and would pay again to see Garth Brooks. I'm a huge Garth Brooks fan. Mm, He's fantastic. Good. So Garth and Billy are on my list. Uh, he just, uh, he as in Bruce Springsteen, just wrapped up a three night stay at MetLife Stadium up at the uh, Meadowlands in East Rutherford, New Jersey, where the Giants mm-hmm. and Jets play. So like 80,000 people, and I'm guaranteeing like the uh, just the median uh, price of tickets for that show had to be. I, I wouldn't be shocked if it was four digits. I wouldn't wow. be shocked if you had to pay nine hundred to a thousand dollars to see him as just a average price, even in a stadium that big. But here's the thing: I will say this for Bruce Springsteen, and I'm not a huge fan. Like we've had this, uh, we've had this uh, debate on the uh, morning show numerous <laughs> times on who's better, Bruce Springsteen or Billy Joel. And I, I'm always on the side of Billy Joel. But wow. you'd be surprised how many people think that the boss is better than the piano man. Really. Yeah, it kind of blows me away. I mean, have you heard Billy Joel play a piano? <laughs> have you I heard? mean, have do you yeah. have ears? Now I know I know Bruce Springsteen has a huge catalog and a lot of hits. Oh yeah, but uh, Billy Joel, I mean, there's so many great tunes and it's so much fun to listen to. And there and his songs are kind of all over the place. Like you have the rock songs, and then yeah. you have the piano ballads, and mm-hmm. it's just I feel like the uh, catalog the stuff. Oh, the doo-wop is so yeah, much good, so good. Like uh, Huey Lewis, that's exactly. why I like Huey. Exactly. You get some doo-wop stuff. Yep. Here's what I will say about Bruce. The guy gives you your money's worth. He played a show the other night, four hours and one minute. Four hours and wow. one minute. That's not in counting uh, an opening act. This is just him, 34 songs. Wow. Now, he did a three-night run. He did a show on the 23rd, the 25th, and on August 30th, right? Wow. Almost all of them were approaching four hours. Three hours and 51 minutes, three hours, 55 minutes. Now, this one at four hours and one minute, a 34-song concert. Now, as much as you might like Bruce Springsteen on a hot summer night, 
think about that. 80,000 of you and your closest friends slammed into a stadium on a night when it was, uh, what was it on August 3rd? I think it was hot. It was hot. It was hot and it was humid. It was I need sticky. to be drunk. Uh, imagine standing with all those no. people and that rocking smell. out. Yes. Oh, the musk. That humid, musky the musk smell. That must have been permeating from MetLife Stadium. And he's an, I mean, he's an older man. Yes, he is. Uh, he's 66, I believe. I mean, that's impressive. I mean, and, and I've seen Bruce Springsteen, that. and he moves. I he mean, does. He, he's he's a mover. He's a shaker. Um, and he plays a guitar. Yep, he's up there rocking the whole time. Bruce and, Springsteen is. He is a man who keep going. And I don't really. <laughs> I thought I had it. My apologies. I don't, I don't like uh, sixty six. See, I'm not sixty six. Sixty six. I hope I can move that well at sixty six. I can't move that well now. No, I I say, yeah. But you know, that's why I don't like music. I think today because they lip sync. Oh, great! They dance and it's all flashy and stuff. But I wanted to see a guy run around and play a guitar and. You want to see a musician actually sing? Yes. I'm. I'm, I'm there to hear you sing live. I'm not here to sing. The same thing I can hear on Apple Music. Shockingly, Billy Joel only one year older than Bruce Springsteen. Hmm. Springsteen is sixty six, wow. and Billy Huey Joel Lewis is sixty is sixty seven. All those great musicians yeah. still getting it done yeah. in their sixties. But thirty four songs, and I'm asking you, even if you love the artist, on a night when it's let's say it was 95 percent humidity, eighty thousand people, the show started at uh, I'm gonna say we'll say seven, but probably closer to eight. Uh, you're getting out of there at midnight, and you got to deal with traffic. Oh. That means you're getting home no matter where you live, no earlier than two in the morning. Yep. Is four hours that's too long for a concert? I think that's too much. Not to be a negative, Nelly, because no. you know the, I know concert tickets are so expensive. But is there a point where you're just like, dude, play Born to Run, play, yeah. uh, play Secret Garden, play Dancing in the Dark, because you know he's saving those for the encore, yeah. and he did. Play Glory Days, yeah. and just let me get the bleep out of here. Uh, here's the thing, too. Okay, so beer is probably $8 a beer, oh, at least. I, let's say, yeah, eight, at, at least. At I'm, I'm going to guess 10. 10. Yeah. So four hours, I'm going to be thirsty. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's in the soda's probably eight. <laughs> the beer's probably 10, 12. Yeah. Beer's, I mean, you know, you're going to be hungry. So, I mean, I guess you could eat before, but I mean, 80,000 people, I mean, just, it just holy, I, oh. Like, is it too much? I think it might be too much. That's going to be too much. Like, I, it, think. I think maybe, you know, if you think about it, if, if you were given the option, I'm going to pay this much for tickets, and it's, pro- it's an arm and a leg. Let's be honest. It's an arm and a leg to go to any concert nowadays. Even the ones you say cheap, I bet your Rascal Flats tickets were probably 40 bucks a piece, and that's cheap nowadays. They were, they were 55 with See? Yeah, I mean, and that's not... <laughs> and that's, yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's cheap in the, in the grand is. scheme of, of tickets. And it really is. You're 100% right, but that's cheap nowadays. So if yeah. you're paying 55 bucks. To see Rascal Flats and Ready. No offense to Rascal Flats. No, no. I mean, how no. much are you paying to see Bruce That's Springsteen what I mean. in what is considered New York City yeah. in that market? Even though it's East, East Rutherford, New Jersey, that's New York City mm-hmm. market. What do you? I'm guaranteeing that upper level were five hundred dollars. And I wanted to go see when uh, Billy Joel was in uh, Citizens Bank. Yes, and I think I think the cheapest. Was about two eighty. Yeah, yeah. The cheapest. That's insane. And that's you know nosebleed. You know where he looks like a peanut. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I just, 
I, 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 I can't do it. To pay it. I mean, I'm, I refuse to pay that. I'm going to go see. I will never see Billy Joel again unless somehow I get free tickets or Julie and I just decide that, hey, we're going to go do it one last time before he kicks the bucket yeah. or we kick the bucket. Uh, my daughter uh, has, has become a Garth Brooks fan just like I am. Oh, that's cool. And uh, she uh, wants to go see Garth. And I told her when Garth comes to Philly, I saw him on his on this current tour uh, a year ago in May. Uh, up in uh, State College. Okay. And it was great. He's awesome. When he, he, I, I saw him back in uh, 98 when he was in Philly. He was amazing. And he's, his ticket prices are reasonable. He charges one ticket price for the entire arena. See, that's... And I think it's like 70 bucks. See, and that's... And cause, really, I mean, because he's making money. How much money does he yes. already have? Yeah. You know, and he... That's what I appreciate. People who like yes. the, their art... And you're like, of course they're gonna make money. Yeah, you know he's making money. He's paying the crew, he, yeah. and he's doing all that at a seventy dollar ticket price. Exactly. These guys and gals like, and I, it ticks me off because it's Billy Joel, it's Bruce Springsteen. These guys who are out there and charging hundreds upon hundreds yeah. of dollars, they don't need to. And I don't know if I talked about this last week. When Especially we, when you're staying three nights. Oh, exactly. You're making three nights at. Thousand yeah. and eighty grand because I understand some of that people. setup, oh. but that's why Garth does the like he'll do a four or five, even two or three, whatever it is, he'll do an extended run. Yeah, you can charge less money because you don't have to set up and tear down. Exactly. It's set up for those four shows, yeah. and then it's there. If you're doing three nights in MetLife Stadium, it's set up. Yeah, you can keep it there, mm-hmm. tear it down when you're done. You're saving some money. And when we were in Vegas, we stayed at Planet Hollywood, and my my wife is a little bit of a Britney Spears fan, and, I know. and she was there. Yep. And I'm like, you know, I hear the show is very good. It was like voted one of the best shows in Vegas. I'm like, oh, you know what? Let's let's just check out ticket prices. The cheapest, two hundred and ten dollars. Two hundred ten. Two hundred ten. So unless I'm going up there with Brittany, yeah, and shaking a little bit, yeah, I'm not paying two ten. No, and that and that's where Garth uh, ticked me off a little bit. But I don't think he had anything to say about it. He was performing at the Win. He had a residency there oh, okay, for an yeah. extended period. And we were there when um, uh, my sister got married. We wanted to go, but the tickets. Yeah. They weren't 210, they yeah. were in the hundreds, but I was like, I can't. But yeah, I, I get it's in Vegas, but yeah. you can do a lot of cheap things in Vegas. Well, like that's a little ridiculous. And they're there, like you said they're there for months. Yep. So they're not tearing down the set. They're not, you know, doing whatever. So it, it's uh I don't know. It, it it's it's frustrating. I appreciate like I said that he's playing for 4 hours, but uh, and I know you're getting your money's worth then, but that to me that's a Ooh. long night, man. A uh, long, long night. Especially because it's hot and sweaty. Well, even like the Kenny Chesney concerts Ugh. when they run out, like like the Link and stuff, and he and they're just like during yep. the day it is oh. even in the sun and all those people in the field. Oh, can you imagine? No, I can't imagine. Can you have people throwing up and probably <laughs> because they're tailgating for six hours before and they're nuts. Oh God! I mean, maybe I'm just getting too old. Maybe we're getting too old. Maybe we are. Because I will not pay those ticket prices, and I don't want. <laughs> Half of me, <laughs> the cheap part of me, is like, but if you take your ticket price and then average it out for four hours, at least you're getting more for your money. But I'm like, yeah, but here's the thing: no matter how long they play, you're paying one price. I, I don't want them to play for ninety minutes and get off the stage. Yeah, exactly. But there, there's a point of diminishing return, <laughs> and I think like the two and a half hour mark. Is probably that point of dem- it's like a movie. Yeah, you know, it's like a movie. Once that movie gets past that two and a half hour mark, it better be a flipping masterpiece. Yeah, because uh, once you start approaching <laughs> that, that once I get after two and a half hours, my attention span starts waning, and I just I I got to be somewhere I else. I mean, does he take a break? Because if let me tell you what, if I like if if I went to the bathroom and he played like Born in the U.S., you know, I'd be USA, ticked. I'd be I'd be a little. A little pissed off. Well, I mean. he plays for four hours. That's 240 minutes by my count, correct? Yeah. All right, you divide that by 34 songs, which is what he played. So he's uh, there There might have been an intermission, uh, uh, but there is also some talking you have to. Uh, that's, seven, that's seven 
minutes uh, per song. And that, so it, probably not much of an intermission because yeah. they're not going to take a 10 or 15 minute break and get that kind of uh, time frame because there's also a lot of chit chatting that he does. Yeah. I'm sure. So, oh. yeah. And a lot of live songs tend to be a little bit longer. Yeah, and they play different riffs and yep. they play different, you know, yep. chords. So, know. no, probably ah. not. Probably uh, the only break was maybe the little uh, before when he left stage before he came on for the encore. Yeah. So that's a lot. That's a lot, a lot, a lot. So I guess you just pee where you stand. You pee. <laughs> oh, it's like New Year's Eve <laughs> yep. up at Times Square. You just let it go. That's another place you'll never find me. No. Never in a million years. Never. Hey, we were talking a little bit about uh, TV and the cold open. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm binge watching Curb Your Enthusiasm right, uh, right now. My wife and I uh, just finished. Uh, what did we just finish? Shoot. I've, it's already escaped me what we've just finished. What, um, what just finished up on uh, HBO? Oh shoot! I, it doesn't matter. We we, sure. we ended one thing and we moved on to uh, watching uh, the night of, which we've been hearing a lot about yes. on yes, HBO. We mm-hmm. watched the first two episodes. Definitely want to check that out. Very okay. good so far. I will tell you that the first episode it's longer than the rest. Uh-huh. It's over an hour. Okay, approaching an hour and a half. Okay, it's a little slow. Yeah. There's a lot to set up. Yeah, let's set up. You got to power slow. through the okay. first episode. The second episode. Was great. And by the way, the last 25 minutes of the first episode, very good as well. So get okay. through that All first right. episode. The second episode, very good. John Totoro's in this, and he is uh, excellent. They gave him a little bit of a quirky uh, thing, so you got to check that out. Okay. I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but there's one uh, scene in the uh, the night of that we're watching. It has nothing to do with the plot, so you don't have to worry about uh, me uh, ruining anything for you. <laughs> but Julie and I got into this uh, conversation because he's there, and he's getting ready for work in the morning. He's a lawyer, so he's putting on his shirt and tie, and he's standing there. He's got his dress shirt on and his boxers as he's getting ready, mm-hmm. and he starts tying his tie as he's standing there. Okay. And I say to Julie, you can't tie your tie before you put your pants on. No. And she goes, why? I say, because then how do you know how, how long, long the tie needs to be. And she looked at me like I was crazy. But that's 100% true. That's how you yes, tell that, how long the tie the has to be. The point should be touching your belt. Yes, the just barely. Your, yep. It should just cover the top of exactly. the belt buckle. Yep. If it's too mm-hmm. long, it looks ridiculous. Exactly. If it's too short, you look like you uh, should be uh, selling uh, <laughs> calculators back in the 1970s. <laughs> exactly. She didn't know. That. No, that's how. But that's I'm not. I'm not wrong no, on that, that, right? That's how I would. That's how my dad taught me how to tie a tie. That's how I tie a tie when I'm working. You know, yes. on the road because I wear a tie and a suit, and that's exactly what I do. That's right. You can't tie the. You can't unless you have your. The only way you can put a tie on before your pants is if you're one of those guys who uh, ties a tie once and then takes it off over your head uh, and hangs it in you the can't closet. Do that either. That, that's a that's a that's a man foul. Is that a foul? That's gonna be a man foul that I'm putting on the book. That's a man foul. You tie that tie every time. And don't use a clip-on either, fellas. Don't be lazy now. The only way you can use a clip-on is if it's a bow tie. Oh, yeah, because God, yeah. no, I can't. No. No. Because who has that kind of time That's and who insane. cares? That's insane. I watch them people do a bow tie. You're gonna, most people are going to wear a bow tie like three times in their yeah. life. No, that's acceptable. Yeah, But, but the, if you wear a clip-on tie, yeah. you get to get punched in the face. She looked at me. <laughs> Like I like I had like a tail. No, that's and that's, one arm. No, that's how you do it. That's yeah. accurate. Okay, that's, thank that's, you. That's that's so yeah, you're right. So watch for that when you're okay. watching the night of. It's in episode two. It really bothered me. Like I made her pause the show. I'm like, you gotta pause because <laughs> I have a I have a I have a plot issue now. I wonder if just women don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like she's looking at me like I'm crazy. Like that's like, look. 
you, you, you tie, the tie has to be the right length. I mean, you do have a little bit of leeway. Yeah. There's a little bit of play in there, but a lot of it has to be within like an inch or two. Yeah. Either way, or it looks ridiculous. If it goes below, How else do you tell? I'd say you know like where the holes are. Yeah. If it goes below that, blow the hole. It. <laughs> whoa, it's too long. Yeah. yeah. And any, I'd say it, it has to at least be touching the belt because if it goes, I, it, I try always. Make you it cannot see that gap. If you see your shirt between the tie and the, yeah. the belt, it's 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 wrong. It's okay if like uh, you're stretching and you see some uh, shirt in between the yeah, tie and okay. the belt. But yeah. if you are standing yes. normally, uh, nice and tall and straight and mm-hmm. just hanging out and you don't see and you and you see the spot, you're good. Or if it's too long, it's no good. Like if it's touching the zipper, yeah. you're out. And I'm an idiot too, I think, because I need a mirror. Oh, yeah. Because I forget how to tie a tie unless I'm looking at a mirror. Like, right? I, I can't even... Do it in my. I, I don't, it's so weird. Well, I, I, I can need... tie it without the mirror, but I can't. I got. I gotta have the mirror to inspect the length. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. So, so again, we no. stopped, and that really bothered me as I was watching. It, should it shouldn't you. too, but it, no, it, it's kind of weird. It is weird. Yeah. Okay. And as a man who is a lawyer who's wearing a tie on a you regular basis, put your pants on. Yeah, we're gonna write before HBO. you tie the tie. We should write a tie. And you know what? I'm gonna see if John Totoro has a uh, has a Twitter account. We'll just tweet directly yeah. at him. Hey, and, and and we'll have him on the show, and we'll debate this. We'll debate it out. <laughs> Didn't. You, why wouldn't like if I'm the actor? <laughs> in all seriousness, here, if I'm the actor, I stop the filming. Yeah, and I'm like, excuse me, there are going to be people out there mm-hmm. in TV land who are going to wonder how I'm going to know how long my tie needs to be if I don't have pants on. Like, it's not accurate. No, it's right. You want you want to have as to real yeah. as uh, real life as possible, especially in a show where it's all based in real life. It's not like you're uh, dealing with Batman, Superman, and Doomsday here. Yeah, it's not like Batman's putting his utility belt on first before he puts his pants on. Yeah, why would he do that? Yeah, exactly. That makes zero sense. Same thing. Got to tie the tie with your pants on. <sighs> Foul. Come on. Mm. This is this is we're 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 civilized people. Well, yeah, and we're professionals. We're professionals. So yeah. we're watching that. <laughs> so far, I like it. Uh, also, uh, up next, uh, you mentioned Netflix earlier. We're gonna check out Stranger Things. Yes, that's on my list. I, I've I've heard nothing but amazing things. I listened to a show, and one of the hosts is watching it for the third time. It's that wow. Guy. Yeah, I, it's all season two. They officially they just greenlit signed. season yep. two, so mm-hmm. I'm pretty yep. excited about that. So we are, that is next on our list after we watch the night of. I wish I could remember what we just plowed through. Was it on HBO? I don't remember. It uh-huh. might have been. I've got mm. again. I don't know. I want you though to watch House of Cards. House of Cards. I do watch House of Cards. Oh, I thought you didn't. No, I watch oh, House of fault. Cards. I yeah. love, don't House love of Cards. It. Very good. I love. I, the first season, excellent. Second season, uh, just uh, almost as good. Third season was kind yeah, of. Yeah, third season. Was eh. kind of, yeah. Fourth season, though, I enjoyed mm-hmm. once they got into it, and I'm yep. looking forward to the next one. Kevin Spacey's amazing. I want to be friends with him. I do. Too. He, he seems like one of, just a great guy. Oh, and you he, see him on. You know how you can tell. Uh, you, you watch people. Who are frequent guests on talk shows, yeah, on the like, late night shows, yep. on Fallon, Fall- He's so good, anything like I, Craig Ferguson when he was on Letterman, you watch him. These guys who have been on with many hosts, it isn't just they have a, a repertoire or some uh, chemistry with one host. Mm-hmm. They are great on every talk show. Spacey, Hanks, like Tom Hanks. Oh, Tom Hanks is awesome. He's a he's the best talk show guest he is. of all time. Mm-hmm. Like I always, people always ask me if you could get one guest on your show, who would it be? It's Hanks. Like yeah. I know it'll never happen. Yeah, but he he just seems like the, the most genuine guy. Yeah, Kevin Spacey too. Like he just he's funny too. Yep. He's a funny well, good he, guy. His impressions when he does oh Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Oh, shut your face. Oh, when he did, when he did uh, who's uh, he played uh, in the Batman series? Uh, he's the British guy. He played Alfred in the and Christopher Nolan. Oh yeah, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. When he did Michael Caine. 
I, I watched it like three times. <laughs> it was so freaking hilarious. Yeah, Spacey's amazing. So, so I do watch House of Cards. Okay. I'm looking forward to the next season. Yep. So Stranger Things is up next. And uh, in honor of uh, of the late Gene Wilder, oh, uh, last, I know. last night I uh, watched uh, Blazing Saddles. It's a good movie. No, it was two nights ago I watched Blazing Saddles. It, it, you know, and I miss that kind of satire because you can never get away with that. No. In oh today's my gosh. society. You can never do that. Because we don't have a sense of humor anymore, I feel. And it's just that movie is so funny. It's so funny. It's so over the top. And I really wanted to watch um, Young Frankenstein because that's my favorite Gene Wilder Mm -hmm. movie. But I don't have it on DVD or Blu-ray. And it was not available anywhere for free on uh, demand anywhere. So I uh, settled on Blazing Saddles. But so good. And just a a great time. So I'm sitting in my uh, living room by myself (laughs) at 11 o'clock at night. Just laughing. It, it and it's it's just so silly. So silly. It's just so silly. Yep. And it just, you know, it's one of those movies where you don't think about it too much and you just watch it. And it just sit back, it's yep. mindless entertainment, and you're gonna have a good time. It is. All right, hey, this is the two twenty two podcast. That's two guys, that's him and I, and two drinks and two snacks. So let's get into our drinks and snacks of the day. It is that time of yes. the show. So I have uh, we'll do your drink sure. and snacks first as we do. So here, what did you uh, bring for us today? Well, I must say I am one of the pumpkin groupies, you know. This... I I don't like it in coffee and stuff, but I do like it in my beer. I still do. I mean, I'm a I'm, I'm a pumpkin bread, pumpkin coffee, oh, pumpkin, pumpkin bread. you know, huh? you know. Um, when you start doing like pumpkin M and M's and stuff like that, I'm kind of that's kind of not that great. But anyway, uh, I have uh, the Sam Adams twenty pounds of pumpkin, which now, is new I for nev- them this yep. year, I think. I've never had this. I will say that they're a pumpkin beer. That I had, uh, that they've put out in the past. I don't know what the name of it was, but it was very, very good. Yeah. One of the better pumpkin beers. Speaking of pumpkin beers, I'm a huge fan of Saucony Creek up in Kutztown, and they just put out their Maple Mistress for this year. I had it in my hand. I ha- I bought it. Did you? Oh, okay. I have it, so I had it already. Okay. I had one uh, the other night. I got it on the way home uh, from Allentown. I stopped in Kutztown. I got a four pack of the uh, Maple Mistress, and I also picked up. A uh, growler of their Stonefly IPA. So okay. I enjoyed one uh, Maple Mistress the other night, and it was uh, it's it's so good, and I like it because it doesn't smack you in the face with pumpkin. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you know, I am um, I'm not a fan of Sam Adams Lager. Um, I, I like I like almost everything. But I like Sam their, Adams comes out. They have a fall sampler with like six different like maple. And this, and I think I might try it. I mean, just because it sounds, and I love fall flavors. Like, I'm a big gingerbread kind of guy because I like that ginger flavor. I like that snap, you know. I like the pumpkin. I well, like I'm the pumped cinnamon. up for uh, Oktoberfest beers this year. I can't wait to start uh, getting my They're hands on some of those. I know, but it's not like I want it to be. This weekend's supposed to be a little cooler. It's supposed to be in the yeah, 70s. Yeah, so yep. I feel like this weekend, uh, it could be a great uh, Oktoberfest yeah. And weekend. what I think, I, uh, I think my challenge is to get us through fall since, it, you know, we're at the beginning of September here. Um, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a fall beer, each and every show. Each and every show. It's gonna be fall beer Fridays yes. right here, even no matter what day no we record. No matter what day, because that just rhymes. Because <laughs> fall beer Saturday doesn't sound no. right. Or fall beer Thursdays. Yeah, no, it doesn't fall sound beer right. Fridays yeah. here on the Two Twenty Two yeah. podcast. So with Mike uh, and Robin. yeah, we're gonna do. That's my challenge to myself. There you go. So, May I see the bottle here? You sure can. Because I see there's some writing on here, and there as you is. know, I like to uh, I like to read the uh, the sides of the bottles. Here we go. Oh, they got me already. Uh oh. Because it starts with the Pilgrims. <laughs> of course it does. Of course it does. <laughs> the Pilgrims brewed beer from pumpkins when they had no grain. Today we add pumpkins well because they taste good. 20 pounds of pumpkin per barrel give this beer body and sweetness while spices like cinnamon, ginger, and nutmeg warm you on a crisp fall day, even if it's not a crisp fall day. So what do we got? Uh, what do you think? Uh, it's good. I would like more spice. 
Like I, I'm a big like I like that cinnamon. I like that nutmeg. I like the ginger. I think it's very good. This is very good. It's not too sweet, which I like. But I like a little more spice. But it's very good. I would drink this again. I like it because it's not too sweet. I, 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 I do kind of agree. I don't like it over the top spicy uh, because I do like to taste some of the beer, actually. Yeah. I think this is actually a pretty good mix. I think I like it a little bit more than you do. Yeah. I mean, I uh, it's good. I like this a lot. I would definitely drink this again, though. For yeah. Sam Adams, I, I'm, I'm impressed. And I like it that it's not it's not over the top. Yeah, it's ex- exactly. Yeah. Um, a little more spice, but otherwise, I'd give... Well, we'll wait till I'll give we'll it a wait. Yeah. All right, let's get to your snack here. Very good, though. 20 pounds of yeah. pumpkin. Oh, we got one of each. One for each of us? I do. Look at that. Uh, I don't like to share. I know. Uh, I got uh, these... I don't know if you've ever seen these at the checkout counter. That's I have really, not. They, and it's a little orange container. It's Reese's Spreads uh, Snacksters. Mm. And it's peanut butter chocolate spread. Peanut butter chocolate spread. With Graham dippers. I do like Graham. Yeah. And it, it's also, it, uh, folks, uh, you'll see the pictures up on the Twitter, uh, but this is kind of like one of those cheesy handy snacks, okay. but it's uh, chocolate and, and peanut butter. Oh, wow. Let me tell you, I just smelled the chocolate peanut butter. It smells, Ooh. it smells like they melted yep. a Reese's peanut butter cup it, and it just, slammed it into this container. Robbie's jumping in there. Wow. That's good. Mm-hmm. This could, That's pretty good. This is pretty good. This is pretty good. This is dangerous. This is um, these are impressive. Yes, this is very good. And uh, I'm not a big peanut butter guy, but I like because it's not overly peanut butter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why somehow Reese's came up with the perfect amount of peanut butter. And I'll and tell you, perfect amount of chocolate for the their gram uh, sticks. Kind of really are not too sweet, so it kind of balance. Kind of cuts it yeah, a little bit. And uh, you know, I'm gonna drink this with a beer too. I think this is a good mix. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very very good. Mm-hmm. I like those a lot. I'm going to save those. Do you know who else is going to like those? The wife. The, the wife. wife is going to enjoy those. So I'm going to share those there with Julie. Go. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. Very, very tasty. All right. I am uh, going with a blast from the past. Going mm. back to uh, my childhood, okay. hopefully your childhood. Now, these have been out for a little while, okay. but I hadn't gotten my hands on them yet, and I saw them today. I was like, this is what we're doing. Okay. We're going back to the uh, 80s, and we are trying High C Ecto Cooler. Oh my god! Which came out, uh, out, which came out a little while ago when the new Ghostbusters movie came out, and the Ghostbusters movie uh, didn't do well. But I've heard good things, at least from kids or kids, people who are kids <laughs> when we were kids and enjoyed the Ecto Cooler when it was actually uh, had its first run oh, back in the Slimer. day. Oh, Slimer! I I love these. These were huge. Now Ecto Cooler citrus drink. Now, if I remember correctly, if you pour this into a cup, it's green, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And but I don't remember what it tastes like at all. I don't either. It's called a citrus drink, and we got. I went old school. I could have gotten the container, but instead I went with juice boxes. You gotta go juice boxes. Gotta go juice boxes. Yep. Now, as a kid, I remember I loved this. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know, since I was a stupid kid, did I like it because it actually tastes good, or did I like it because I was in love with the Ghostbusters and uh, the cartoons and yeah. everything, and it was just cool to drink something called oh, the, Ecto Cooler. The and Ghostbusters anything. cartoon was so Remember good. Remember that? I do. Oh, gosh. So much good stuff. And it was the big hair. Oh, yeah, oh. it was fun. So I don't remember if I liked it because I liked it or if I liked it because I wanted to like it, and I had already made my mind up that it was going to be the best thing ever. Good thing I could, well, I could read, but I didn't read. 10% juice blend. Oh, yeah, just 10%, 10% juice blend. This is a juice-like <laughs> drink. It's sugar water. It's green. citrus drink. It's yeah. what they call it. All right, let's let's. Uh, All right, jump in, Robbie. Go. Here we go. Cheers. Oh, it's green. I Cheers. saw it in your straw. It matches your shirt. That's tasty. 
That is sweet. It's very. sweet. It really does taste like orange. It does. It's like it's like it's almost like a uh, uh, what's that orange? Uh, sunny D. Sunny D. Yep. It's a watery Sunny D. Yep. Wow. Here we go. A blend of orange and tangerine juices and other ingredients. Only ten percent though. Hey, ten. package can be frozen. Oh. I had to put it in the freezer to get it cold. <laughs> this is really. This takes me back. I mean, it's not really good. No. It just. It just. Uh. You know. Yeah. It's, it's retro good. It's super sweet. I'm drinking it from a box. It just. It all works. It makes me smile. It really does. It, it does. It makes me smile, and I'm gonna keep drinking it. Yeah, this is good. It's it. That's cool. It's very tasty. Good choice. Thank that's, you. That's neat. I like uh, that. And uh, since we like the Ecto Cooler, we're giving our ratings here in just a second. Another thing I went with. I'm a huge fan of Cheez Its. Mm-hmm. I have Cheez-Its almost every day, and uh, I love uh, the regular Cheez-Its. I love the spicy Cheez-Its. I love all the Cheez-Its. They came out now with sandwich cracker Cheez-Its. Oh. So you know the normal Lance sandwich crackers yes. that you get for lunch or something, mm-hmm. and uh, they normally have peanut butter in? Yeah. These are sandwich crackers with the Cheez-Its crackers, bigger, of course, and uh, different kind of fillings on the inside. I went with, because we both like spicy, Yes. spicy queso. Ooh. So I got Cheez-Its. Sandwich crackers, spicy queso, and much like you, we each get our own pack. I and know. If you uh, like, like to share, if you like them, you can take a pack home for another time because oh, yeah. I will not eat all of them. But here we go. Uh, the sandwich pack uh, is just like every other sandwich pack. It has the normal cheese. It's red, and again, this, they had other flavors as well. This is the spicy queso sandwich crackers. Robbie just Robbie just took one. Now I do like that he. He I, he tried to keep it civilized by taking one bite, but then he was like, "Out oh, of hell with it," and he Mm-mm. just shoved the rest into his mouth as well. Yeah, we go the whole thing. I, I'm a, I'm a whole thing. Yeah. When, when I have these sandwich cracker deals, I don't do one bite. I don't nibble on it. These are bite size because they fall apart. That's right. It's a mess. And it's a mess, and, and yeah. the cheese stuff falls out this or it breaks. Is a six bite situation. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's a six. You just snap at it. You like you eat like an alligator when exactly. you eat these things. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, yeah, I like it because I love cheese. It's too. Like, oh, God, I love Cheez-Its. They're very good. That's good. I mean, I... I will tell you, the cracker's very good. It's, it's a big Cheez-It. The inside, this is called spicy queso. There's no spice to it. No, it's just very... It's just queso. It's like a little peppery, maybe? Like a little, like you know what I mean? A little, like, very it, subtle spicy. It has a very limited burn yeah. afterwards, but you don't get it till after. You don't get to enjoy it with the cracker. If it was spicier... This would be a much higher rating. I want them to sell the Cheez-Its this size. I, I was just thinking that same thing. I need a box of Cheez-Its where the Cheez-It is like an inch and a half by an inch yeah, and a I half. Yeah, I want this Cheez-It yeah. size because that, <laughs> that would be fun. That would be great. That would be great because then you could put your own kind of spreads on them. But mm-hmm. if this if these were spicier, mm-hmm. they'd be a much higher rating. Let's go through our ratings real quick. Uh, the Sam Adams 20 pounds of pumpkin beer, brand new for this year. I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to give it... See, okay, I'm going to give it a four as well. I thought you were going to go maybe more three and a half, three, seven, five. I'm also going four with the Sam Adams Pounds of Pumpkin. The mm-hmm. way you made it sound, well, made it sound like I liked it more, but I'm going four. Yeah, I'm going to go four. Um, I, I do, I, again, that's always, I can drink one or more, you know, I can drink more than one of these, so that's why I think I'm going to go, because it's good. I yep. really like it. I'm giving it a four as well. How about your snack, the Reese's Spreaders? Again, this is a little <laughs> gram stick that you dip into a chocolate peanut butter uh, kind of uh, concoction. I'm going to give that a four. Three seven five. I'm also going to give that a four. Really, I enjoyed okay. that a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna, I enjoyed that. How about the uh, high C ecto cooler? Now, are we going just on taste or the entire experience? <laughs> I think the entire experience. Right. The entire experience. I may go five for that. <laughs> I may go because that takes me back to sitting in my boxer shorts and t-shirt when I'm like, God knows, I don't know how young. 
watching that cartoon and probably eating, you know, something. I'm sure there was a Ghostbusters cereal at the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give that a five. Screw it. <laughs> You're five. I'm, going, I'm going for the whole experience. I'm going four and a half for that as well. Taste will give it like a two. But yeah. <laughs> but the whole experience, <laughs> the whole experience. out of a box. Like a kid, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Getting to see it. And the, it shows the little oranges and tangerines on the front with the slime coming yeah, down over so top cool. of them. Yeah. It's great. And it, I, plus, you pop the straw off the yeah, box. It's so much you, fun. you kick it out of the little wrapping. You stick it in the top. It's the whole thing. It was thing. like when we had the Yoohoo. The Yoohoo was yeah. awful, but it took, took you back. Took you back into the day. Yep. So I'm giving it a four and a half. You're getting it a five. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Cheez Its uh, sandwich crackers? Uh, three and a quarter. I'm going three, even though I'm eating another one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep eating them because I just love Cheez-Its. Yeah, I wish they were spicier. Yeah. If these were spicy, mm-hmm. like have you ever had their hot and spicy Tabascos? Those got some kick to them. If it was the hot and spicy Tabasco Cheez-Its and a little spicier queso, that would be a five. Those are my favorite. They're the amazing. Tabasco. I, do you have the one with the, the waves, the crispy, the crispy Cheez-Its? Never had those. Oh, get those. Good. I'll get those. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. So try these uh, new things. We'll take pictures, put them up on the uh, Book of Faces, and uh, you can uh, always uh, snack along with us then while you listen because we, pop, we uh, put these up almost right away. Then you can go out, buy them, and then snack with us. Exactly. How nice would that be? It's like all the family. That'd be very, very enjoyable. I think everyone would get a kick out of that. I think, I think everyone would love it. Another round of good snacks here on the 222 podcast with Mike and Robbie. And it is Labor Day weekend, Robbie. It is. So really, uh, we're celebrating the laborer, the yes. American worker on mm-hmm. Monday. And uh, you know, you and I both uh, American workers. Not that we're out there uh, actually doing any physical work. No. But we do have jobs, and we do have gigs, and we go out there and get it done. So I got a couple uh, Labor Day questions for you. Okay. Getting in the spirit of the holiday, even though I'll be working on Monday. Okay. Getting in the spirit of the long weekend for most people. Name one job Mm -hmm. that you're glad that you've never had. Um, One job that you're glad you never had to do, whether it's a part-time or a full-time. It doesn't matter. I have one that pops into my mind right away. Anything with a septic system. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) <laughs> Anything that deals with feces yes. or human waste, you're out. That's yeah. a good one. I didn't even think of that. I mean, like, nursing is one thing because yeah. I've done that gig, you know, and that's where it transits to the current gig, but nothing with a, using a hose and sucking things. From, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. You got me? I'm All with right. you. I, I should have thought of that. My number one thing I could never do, and I'm glad I've never had to do, and I've had a lot of part-time gigs, but my one thing, I've never, ever been a waiter. Oh. And I don't think I could do it. It's not easy. I, I was a bartender. See, I think I could be a bartender. Yeah, I was never really a waiter. I was more a bartender. But, but I don't think I could be, like, I don't think I could actually deal with people. I know you have to do that as a bartender, but to yeah. me, when you're the bartender, there's a different relationship. It is. That people have with a bartender than what you have with a waiter. Because there's so many times where the customer, waiter, or waitress relationship seems so tense. Well, yeah, at least you're getting drunk, you're getting happy with yeah. the bartender. Yeah, the bartender yeah. is the key to the booze, mm-hmm. and everybody wants to be nice to the person who supplies the yeah. booze. You know, I don't. I feel bad for the wait when they have to pick up the clean, the dirty plates. Yeah, and they're like, you know, the, if someone ate off that plate and you're picking it up. And it's yeah. Like, uh, well, it's just that I don't think I could deal with. I, I would. Uh, I would make too many mistakes. I would get the orders wrong, and the idea of carrying the tray. 
Oh yeah. Like I watched these people when I when I was doing trivia at Malibu's. I watched these people carry these trays, and it's a tray with like seven entrees on it. Mm-hmm. It looks like it weighs 30, 40 pounds. They got it with one hand, and this this girl, if it's a waitress, she maybe weighs eighty five pounds. Yeah, I know it's crazy. She's carrying it with one hand and her shoulder, and walking around, weaving in between people. Kids are running by her. She's making evasive maneuvers, and nothing jostles, nothing falls, and she goes there like it's no big deal, and then removes it. One-handed and puts it on a like a like a little stand that you find for a suitcase in a in a hotel yep. room and sets it there and then remembers who has what like it's no big deal. I'd be spilling that on people. Oh, I it w- guarantee it wouldn't make that it out of the wa- kitchen. Yeah, it would wind up on someone's lap on the floor and I'd get sued because it'd be hot something. You know? Yeah, hot soup would end up <laughs> yeah. in some old lady's uh, yeah. wig and it would just hurt. It would <laughs> it would be a flammable wig. It would go up and a vegetable <laughs> soup would be the cause from some octogenarian's death and it would yeah. just be the end of the world. That'd be it. But I don't know how people do it. Like you watch them move stuff around, and they they like they're it's like they're on Dancing with the Stars, except they're carrying a huge tray and, full of food. And there are people that are seriously career waiters and waitresses. Yeah, and they and make God a bless good them. and they make a good living. I mean, they do. I mean, again, I agree. With that's a good job. I would never a good job that I would not want. And thank to do. goodness I never had to do it. Now, what if you look back on your history? What is your least favorite job that you've ever had? <laughs> so my first job, I worked at Chi Chi's. Chi Chi's, and I was the chip maker. You the. <laughs> So they actually did make the chips fresh. Yeah, well, they, no, they, they were frozen. Okay, <laughs> they were frozen like dough, and you okay. deep fried them. You deep fried them. And I was fifteen. It was my first first official job. Now, did you have a name tag that said Robbie Chip Maker? Well, no, I, they just threw me in the bus boy category. Ah, okay. But I was. They wanted. They needed a chip person, and apparently, I made the chips really good. Oh, uh, you were you were the only one yeah. who could deep fry the ch- frozen chips. I smelled horrible. Yeah. Oh. oh, it was greasy, and it was disgusting. And, you know, it was just awful. And actually, that transitioned into bartending. Into bartending. <laughs> when I was 16 years old. You at were Chi- bartending at 16, 16 at Chi-Chi's? What yeah. year were you bartending at Chi-Chi's? Uh, 2000 and... I'm sorry, no, 1997. Okay. So it was before. Because we used to go, when I worked at uh, Santander Bank now, or a sovereign at the time, mm-hmm. we would go to happy hour at Chi-Chi's sometimes. Because oh, yeah. ha- Chi-Chi's did have a good happy hour. Because there was free food, yep. and the beers were pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. And we'd go there for happy hour sometimes at Chi-Chi's. Like, yep. that was the norm. It was right around the bend. I miss... I miss... Like, Chi-Chi's was awful, uh, yeah. but there's just something about it. And, you know, I remember, I remember when I was 16, my first drink, they had this blue bowl drink, and they put, like, a gummy worm in it or something, uh, you know? I've I mean, seen like, people drink see, those. I remember seeing those. It sort of takes me back. They're ecto-cooler and Chi-Chi's. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they were also... So that was your worst job. That was the worst. The, the first one you ever had. The first one. It's nice to have your worst job being the first one yeah i mean nursing's hard but it's it is rewarding yeah so i mean it can like he, hard, by the way he rolled his eyes when he said that yeah, it's reward it's, Hel- it's rewarding. helping people's rewarding uh, i hate to admit it uh, no but no i would say the, the deep fright the deep fryer of the chips was probably the worst but if you're gonna if you're gonna have a bad job you want it to be your first job because exactly. then you're improving as you go yeah, on like you don't yeah. want your least favorite job to, to be, be the last one <laughs> to be now yeah like you're doing it for 20 years yeah, exactly. that's your least favorite yep. job my you? my least favorite job unfortunately was not my first job i have two i worked in uh, tech support that was the first real real full-time job oh, that i had i can't imagine i did tech support and it was just like I, I i did a call center where i gave people their balance uh balances and stuff like that that was terrible any kind of call center is bad but if you're in tech support 
There's just something about it. <laughs> yeah. Because you get this attitude in tech support. Even if you're not like, I was never a trained tech support person. I was just okay with computers. Yeah. And then they had all kinds of uh, documentation I could follow on how to fix things. So I was really just following directions. And then you learn as you go. So I was never a person who could like actually uh, you know, code anything or do yeah. anything all that technical. <laughs> but when you are dealing with people who have just decided in whatever year it has been, 2005, 2006, or now in 2016... That they've just don't the person that decides they don't understand technology and therefore they've just kind of checked out. Welcome to my world. It's the worst. <laughs> like I don't understand. Like in this day and age, if you are not over sixty years old and you have just decided it's not for me and I'm never going to understand it, I'm never going to be able to use it, and I'm going to do the bare minimum, and from there, just look to the kindness of strangers or tech support people, mm. I have I have such limit. Like, I'm willing to give older people a pass. I really am, no, because oh, they didn't yeah. grow up with it. Exactly. But if you're in your 40s, 50s, yes. you've at least experienced some bit of technology. While it may not have been what we had, it isn't like it's completely foreign, and at least try. Make an effort. So I deal with medical technology. That's my current profession. Quick story, and this happens weekly yeah and these are nurses and physicians that i train so smart people smart intelligent surgeons well educated well educated i do my initial training before i meet them on site over webex like it's like a it's like a you know like a tech, video conference yeah video con exactly and they see my screen so the first thing i always say is because we're on the phone yeah can you see my screen well no I didn't turn my computer on yet. <laughs> so I've come to a video conferencing class or a, or a my scheduled computer call and your computer's off. Yeah. On. yeah. And these people are cutting you open, folks. And hopefully following directions that they were given years ago on how to cut you open. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. anyway, great story. But yeah. exactly, it falls in. These are, I mean, brilliant people. Yes. And they can't. So many people I've worked with over the years that are so much smarter than me, and they just have decided I can't, and they, I won't, I can't, yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> it's, it's just that you know, if you take everything is made now, and the the, the 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 stuff they're using is just software. I'm not asking them to build a computer. Yeah, just use the software that you have to use for your job. That's yep. it. Just use it. Like turn the computer on. <laughs> Send an email. Yeah. Like the amount of times, and again, I give my father a pass because he's older, <laughs> but the amount of times I have told my father how to save, and I try to be patient, and I lose my patience all the time, the, the, to save a picture from an SD card to his oh. computer, and I'm not doing it, I'm cut and paste, that copy and paste, that's all I wanted yeah. to do, copy copy the picture you want, <laughs> and then paste it in the folder you want, and also, the other one we get into a lot, how do I attach something in an email? Oh, I know. It's just the same four things. And that's what I was doing when I worked in tech support. <laughs> and it's just so, it's like mind-numbingly. And you just, you look at these people and they're smart. They're edgy. They, they finished college. I didn't. They finished college. <laughs> and yet they can't figure out how to attach a document into an email. You know, it almost, it almost, you know, that, what you're saying is almost better than, or worse than the, the, the sewer, the septic system. I <laughs> I'm thinking I'd rather scoop out poop than it really was than terrible. Tech support. And another bad job I had. I worked at a lot of grocery stores, and I actually didn't mind working in grocery stores. But I did work. Uh, my uncle ran a car wash, and okay. I had a part-time job where I would go to his car wash, and it was one of those automatic no-touch car washes, mm -hmm. and it was when they first came out. So. On a Saturday when I was in college, I would go there bright and early at like 8 o'clock in the morning, and I would sit there, 
and show people, and this is almost tech support again, <laughs> yeah, show like them it. how to push two buttons <laughs> and operate a car wash because it was so foreign to everybody. And then I would sometimes dry their car and I would be just sitting there hoping someone would tip me. But for most of the morning, like I was there for four hours, <laughs> it was just nothing. And it was before phones uh, and iPads uh, and like anything that you could kind of, you know, fill the time with yeah. or listening to. So I was just me. And whatever was on the radio at the car wash, oh. and nothingness, and it was just so mind. And you wanted to be anywhere else on Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, thank God for phones and things to read and look up. And well, it's not. It's just that you know you're you're you're. Tw- I was in eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old, and it was a Saturday. Yeah, you don't want to be. I there. don't want to be up. Yeah. I wanted to be in bed. I yeah. want, and, and, and you know, I needed the money, and it was nice that I had a job, but. I just wanted to be any anywhere else. And one more <laughs> quick Labor Day thing here: if you could have one job. One job that you and I'm not talking about like actor, yeah, actress, yeah. because I would say stand up comedian. But one job yeah. that you could give a try, you always wanted to do that you think you would be good at and would not hate. What would it be? I think being a pilot. A would pilot, be cool. Like, see, I can't do that. I can't do the flying. No, but, okay, because I like to fly. I think that would be cool. I think that would be very interesting. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, hmm. I have one. Okay, that I think is surprising. Sure. Because it's not a glamorous job. All right. It's not a great... I think it's a good job. Yeah. But it's nothing that... I don't think there's a lot of people out there are like, oh, I want to give that a try. <laughs> yeah. I, I like I like being... I like driving around. Okay. Because I, I, I like listening to podcasts and stuff. So uh-huh. I, I, could, I feel if I was a UPS driver, oh. I could just be by myself. Hmm. It's some alone time. Yeah. Uh, outside of having to wear brown on brown. <laughs> yeah. I'm not into that. <laughs> But you know what? I'm willing to overlook it. You get to wear shorts in the summer. How bad can it be? But if I believe being a UPS delivery driver would really uh, agree with my uh, with my Hmm. with my personality and just my uh, daily my daily life, I I would like to be. If the radio thing falls apart, there you go. I'm going UPS delivery driver. Says I'd be a good Uber driver. Yeah, because I'm very social. But then you got to deal with people. People. Here's the thing. Yeah. Like that's yeah. like being attacked. You got to people. There are so many people who want to chat you up. Yeah, and it's just then you're all you're always on the. You feel like you're because you want to get a tip. Yeah, and you want to be. Uh, they want them to use you again. And yeah, you'd have to fake it too much. Yeah, and like the first week, that's okay. But once you get into like week two, you just want to be. You know, Where are you going? Yeah, idiot. Yeah, it just drives me nuts. <laughs> so I, I think UPS driver. That's in- I would never never picked UPS driver or a chef. I could cook. Oh. Uh. Well, that's but not be a waiter. That's my dream, really, to be a to chef. Be a chef, because I love it. I actually got accepted to culinary school, oh. and I went with the medical field because you know it's hard unless you're Bobby freaking Flay. Yeah, you know you're not making any money. Yeah, it's a tough game. You're a sous chef cutting cucumbers for six bucks an hour. Yeah, you know. So, but I think it would be a fun gig. It would be because I do like cooking a little bit, like grilling and stuff. I mean, I'm not good at a lot of the little stuff, but to I think open your own restaurant would be cool. Yeah, but that, again, there's so much stress in a restaurant. That's I don't know the restaurant field to me. Like I would put the cooking. As might be fun, but I think the UPS Head guy, chef, yeah. UPS to me would be the number one UPS driver. I don't know why. I just always I feel like that appeals to me. Mike's gonna be delivering packages, folks. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Miss. I have your package right here. And real quick, uh, you got to check out this video when you can see it. This guy is driving, and well, what I love about this video is that it's caught on a dash cam. And I'm just I'm I'm fascinated by other countries because it seems like every car in foreign countries. 
has a dash cam. Do you yeah. remember in a couple years ago in Russia when that comet came flying down? Oh yeah, it was and crazy. it like had a, so, a sonic boom yeah. and like shattered windows and everything. Yeah, but it was caught on the dash cam like by a hundred cars. I know. Like, I, and they're not cop cars; they're just regular cars driving around with dash cams. Is that standard over there? It Europe, must maybe? be a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if drivers are just that terrible, or yeah. people just liking like to watch themselves drive around. I, I don't get it. But dash cams are apparently a thing yeah. in other countries. I don't get that. I don't get it either. It's confusing. But, but this was caught on a dash cam in China, and it's not on like a guy who's moving or he's helping a buddy move. This is on the back of a truck that appears to be delivering sofas. <laughs> okay. Like I don't know if it's delivering to a store or to people's houses, but it's not. It's not your normal idiot who has a mattress tied on the top of his car <laughs> with a piece of rope and his arm, as Jerry Seinfeld says in his bit. Yep. I'm holding my arm. Yeah. What could possibly <laughs> go, go wrong? wrong? So uh, it's just <laughs> driving around, and all of a sudden, he the truck hits a bump, and this sofa is not tied. It's not strapped. It's just got a sheet on top of it. And it's sitting on the back of this truck bed, <laughs> and it comes rolling off towards the car. Now, luckily, the car is able to maneuver around it. But I have never in my life seen a truck driving around now, here in the States. Now, this is China. Maybe they have different rules. Nothing holding it on. It was just on the back, hoping for the best with gravity. This thing falls off. Luckily, no one hit it. Now, we've all been in the situation where we've seen things put on cars, trucks, that looks like it's going to be unsafe. I have never seen anything fall off. I swear to God, I have. Okay. And it was a sofa. It was a sofa? I swear to... And it was in Louisiana okay. when I was on business, and I had a Camaro. Ah, nice. And I'm doing Was like, this a rental car, this or is this your car? No, this is a rental, because okay. I, God, I don't have a Camaro. I know, I know if you had a Camaro okay. at some point. But it was a new... And I was doing about 90, because it rented, it's a Camaro. And it's a rental. And it's a rental, and I don't give a crap. I got insurance. And this guy... And this was more like a trash, like, you know, like picking up stuff, and and this old sofa... I mean, it was like a movie. Went in the air, and it like hung there. I felt like it hung there for a minute. <laughs> Time stopped. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Because yeah, you have a, you have a split second decision. Yeah. yeah. So you know, and it landed, and I did one of these. And when you're doing 90 in a Camaro, it's not really best to just go into the right lane. You no. Know? And and it was scary. And you, I cannot believe you're telling this story. You dodged it. I dodged it, and the thing when it hit, it was like again, like it like exploded. It was like wood, you know, wood and and cushion and down feathers. Down feathers. <laughs> it was it was so crazy, and it was I forget what route it was, but I was on the way to a practice in Louisiana, and I had a yellow, bright yellow Camaro, and luckily it missed, and it missed because yeah, good driving out of you. NASCAR's in your future, apparently. <laughs> I guess but now I have never, I've That's never crazy. had to dodge a sofa, but uh, because I lived out in Mooresville in a what you was a uh, what, what do these call it? RD? It was RD Rural Drive. Oh is what yeah, it was. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, we, yeah. I mean, out in the middle of nowhere, it used to be. There's a lot more houses now, but back in the day, it was just farms. And I was driving. I maybe had my Pontiac Sunfire. Oh, I remember that Sunfire. How you doing, ladies? <laughs> uh, for uh, maybe I was. It was less than a year. And I'm coming down towards my parents' house, and all of a sudden, coming towards me in its lane, I see a huge truck. And on the back of the huge truck, it's just piles and piles of hay bales, which is a normal occurrence in that part Mm -hmm. of the uh, county. You see it all the time. And I see like the hay bales are swaying. Oh, and I'm just looking at you. Don't think anything of you. Just notice you're like, oh, that that doesn't seem real sturdy. And all of a sudden. One hay bale comes flying off of the truck, and it's right as I'm driving. Now, there's hill to my left, hill to my right, and a truck coming at me in its lane. 
There's nowhere I can go. The hay bale comes off, <laughs> hits the top of my windshield. Now, keep in mind, my window's open and my sunroof is open. Oh, hay God. bale comes in the window, in the sunroof roof. And it just lands in the back seat. <laughs> now, luckily, I had braked as this is happening, and it was ducking, and I kept the wheel straight. Not, and this car was had a, maybe a couple scratches. We were able to buff it out. It wasn't a big deal, and there was no dents or anything. But I was picking straw <laughs> out of the back seat of my Pontiac Sunfire for the next three years. Like, I'd find a, a straw. It would just start blowing around because it became it came loose from somewhere. I couldn't see it. There was straw everywhere, Robbie. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. This goes back to if it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen to you. <laughs> it was the like, and, and again, like, just like it happened to oh, you. That's so funny. It happened in slow motion. I did. It always does. Yeah. Like, you see it coming down, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there's no way that that's going to hit. I mean, I'm, I'm going to sneak by. That thing's going to hit the car. Yep. yep. And again, <laughs> by the way, and I'm not a windows open guy. Never have been. <laughs> I would normally have everything closed up and the air conditioner on, but it was just that perfect day. Yeah. It was like 60 some degrees. It just felt like a great day to have the windows open. I used to love the sunroof and just it hit perfectly where no damage was done. Did he stop? Yeah, the guy stopped. And I, we ended up, we actually know the family. Oh, they, they're, okay. in the, they're in the farm right behind the house. Oh, was, all right. I mean, nothing was hurt, but it was just the idea of it's. It's like all in the car. Yeah. And it was just, you know, you're picking out hay bale, like <laughs> piles of hay. And you know how the little straw gets into the crevices, uh-huh. and you think you got it all. Yep. And like three weeks later, you all of a sudden you're driving. Down, yeah. like poking yeah. out. You put your golf clubs in, it's yeah. just everywhere. Oh. So there you go. Check out that video. I'll send the link to Robbie. You can post it. Yeah, we'll it. post it it's on, not, the, on the Twitter. I wish I had video of me getting hit by the straw. I wish I had a video of this uh, the, the sofa falling. That would have been I mean, I can't believe that's so funny. Check out our snacks and our drinks. Yes. Uh Robbie bought the new Sam Adams 20 pounds of pumpkin and the Reese's Snacksters with the uh, chocolate peanut butter spread, the graham cookies in there, very very good. I had the Ecto Cooler from High C. So good. And the Cheez-It sandwich crackers, spicy queso. They'll be able to see these up on Facebook and Twitter. How do they get to those? Uh, follow us on Twitter at Mike and Robbie on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Mike and Robbie. Hey, or email us. Let us know what you think. Or if you hate us, love us, whatever. Uh, Two twenty-two. MNR at gmail.com. That's right. That's going to do it for this Saturday edition, episode number 12 of the Mike and Robbie Show. 222. Two guys, two snacks, two drinks. Robbie, anything you want to say to the folks out there? Have a safe Labor Day weekend. That's Enjoy right. yourself, but be safe. All you people who have off on Monday, I'll see you in hell. Yes. I'll be sleeping. <laughs> I'll be awake and at work. <laughs> have a good one, Robbie. Hey, thanks, guys. All right. Take care. It's too long.